welcome to 67 Rye, what follows us and what we love. I am your host, Akeem, or as they call me on the streets, Akeem the Dream. And today, I'm going to be plucking a blog out of the category on 67rye.com called 67 Build. This is a category that is all about commercial real estate, the built environment, and anything to do with developments. Now, within this subcategory, I built a blog called well, I wrote a blog called Environmental Facelift. And in this blog, I argue how, how you upgrade your built environment, how you upgrade your space is a few millimeters off. You don't have to make a huge amount of changes. You don't have to make millions of dollars of investments to uh, upgrade your space. You just need to get a little bit creative. And there's a few modifications you can make here, a few modifications you can make there to make it boom, line up and turn it into some kind of TV magic. And by TV magic, I'm referring to those shows, if you're familiar with them, like Homes on Homes or uh, Flip My House or any of these kind of shows where some person comes in, could be a subcontractor, could be an interior designer, and they say, what's your problem, Becky? And then she goes, well, oh my God, it feels like I'm living in a frat house. The, the the carpet smells and the walls are dirty and the windows are foggy and they're broken. And, and, you know, it's just, she's knocking on, on death's door when it comes to uh, her, her hopes for the property. And I don't blame her. You know, some of these places are pig styles. And I mean, we've been in these places before these places that uh, they, they literally are frat houses. No offense to frat houses. I was in a fraternity at one point and it was great times and they're good for parties because you, you can't trash a house that's already trashed. But when it comes to where you work, where you play, where you live, after you graduate from college, hopefully, it's uh, it's supposed to be a little bit of a step up and a modification and a bit of a upgrade. It's supposed to look like somewhere you can live in. <laughs> and if you're close, there's probably a few modifications you could do. A lot of people think they have to drop fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Brothers and sisters, there's no need to do that. Okay, we can make a few tweaks that will make the huge difference. And if you're going to resell it or if you're going to have company over, or if you're just doing it for your own livelihood or aesthetics, I mean, just make these modifications in the, in the, in the context of whether you're reselling it. I mean, you could, you could uh, make a thousand dollars of investment using these modifications and probably get $10,000 more value when you go around to sell it in a year or in a month. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, it's the small tweaks. You know, if you go to Hollywood, the reason I call this environmental facelift is because when people in Hollywood go to see these surgeons to change their face, whether they get a lip job or an eye job, or they get Botox in their cheeks to get their cheeks to stand out, it, the, these surgeons, they're not making these, do not give them a brand new face like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're going in there and beauty is a measurement. It's all about symmetry. So if you can go in there and make a few adjustments, whether it's a few millimeters off your eye, because maybe your eyes are off by a few millimeters, which doesn't sound like a lot, but trust me, when you look at somebody's face, if they show you two faces, one that is symmetrical when it comes to how their eyes line up and their nose and their mouth, and one that is off by even just like two millimeters, I mean, it's the difference between beautiful and completely but ugly. And I don't mean that to be mean, but I'm just telling you the facts. You know, beauty is measured, it is scientific, and it is visceral. And it is the same in the space. You can make the same modification, have the same approach to your built environment. 
uh, it could be a few things that maybe shouldn't be in there. Or if you're wanting to make an upgrade, maybe you just, it's not about addition, it's about subtraction. So I'm going to give you some addition tips when it comes to what you can add to a space to make it boom, pop. And, you know, turn your face from, uh, turn the space of your face, the, <laughs> the face of your space from a uh, six on a scale of zero to 10 to like a 7.5 or an eight. And I mean, at that point, you can probably get off Bumble or any online dating because you're going to be approaching the street <laughs> and you'll start getting compliments. <laughs> your space will start to get compliments as soon as somebody walks in because they're going to be like, wow, this place is nice. And you didn't really do much. You, you know, all these tips I'm about to go through, you're, you're going to spend less than a thousand dollars if you even use half of them or maybe even all of them. They're not, not big modifications, but they make a world of difference. And the first thing you need to consider is the culture. You know, what is the culture of your house or the space you're trying to, is it for a business? Is it for a retail space? Is it as a development or is it at, at your house? Right. Or is it at a community hall or a government office? There's so many things we, we have to take into account here. If you if you're doing this for a law firm, don't try to turn into Silicon Valley. You know, people aren't playing video games. We're looking at contracts. They're going to value things like privacy, uh, uh, concentration, low lighting, dark rooms, the kind of stuff where you pretty much never left school. I feel like all lawyers do is just read over documents all day, which is great. We need them. Uh, but don't give them uh, <laughs> uh, don't give them video games in a place where they can get distracted. I mean, they won't like that. Any, they won't get their job done. So this all goes back to culture. Modifications. What are we going to modify? Well, there's a few things we can modify. I'm a big fan of making the spaces uh, more wellness inclusive. So that could be putting in yoga mats or putting in water stations or 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 putting a trx band somewhere on the wall or or putting places where people can stretch or even putting signs up being like hey this is a stretch station or hey this is a place where you can do uh some yoga wellness is in right now and it's hot so if you're not riding this trend right now i mean you're missing out on a big big wave you know people are looking for it. and if they can't get it at your space and they're stuck there i mean they may <laughs> I mean, whether they're in your family or whatever it is, they're going to be like, okay, I'm just going to leave. You know, I'm going to get my wellness somewhere else because they're going to get it. You know, right now we are in the age of wellness. So trying to facilitate that in the space is important. Uh, make I'm a big fan of multifunctionality, you know, making the spaces hybrids. It, just because it's an office doesn't mean it doesn't has to be an office all the time. You know, uh, what? what how, why don't we turn our boardrooms into uh stretch the uh yoga yoga rooms you know put the put the desks on the side put the, the the tables on the side let people stretch let people spread out you know everyone remembers those uh pull out couches back in the day you go to a sleepover at your buddy's house and you play super mario kart all night and you pull out the couch at the end of the night and boom make your bed in the morning, you put the couch, uh, you put the bed back into the couch. You know, it's multifaceted. It's it's multifunctional. Everyone loved that. You know, multifunctionality shouldn't be limited to pull out couches. You should be able to do that anywhere. So, you know, why not make your conference room a yoga room? It's a really quick and easy way to do it. 
So when it comes to the actual exterior or interior of your space, colors is a big thing. A lot of people use a lot of grays and a lot of off-whites, and that's fine, but people don't realize the power color has on our psychology, on our mood. Uh, if you look at any kind of marketing campaign, they're going to sprinkle in red and yellow because those make people hungry or they make people uh, want to buy. So you should be applying the same. If, if it's good enough for McDonald's, damn it, it should be good enough for you. Apply some of this psychology to your own environment. A few quick ones, four colors that are really powerful ones. Blue. Blue is good. Blue, blue makes people more productive. It, it is a stimulus for productivity. Uh, green, green is a, is a stimulus for calmness. It makes people calm. And I mean, it's the color of money. I mean, what more can I say? It's all about the Benjamins at the end of the day. Yellow, yellow is a stimulant for creativity. If you have a lot of yellow in the room, it's going to make people think creatively. And red, I mean, red, everyone knows that red is a color of strength. You know, that's the reason why, and you know, it makes you a little bit more cocky too, a little bit more confident. I mean, it's the reason why insurance companies, they, they charge out the ass for uh, someone who has a car that's red. As soon as your car is red, the insurance company increases your premium because they know the psychology of that color. It's going to make you want to speed off the red light. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> and this is a bit on the more expensive side, but depending on the environment, you might want to switch out the the wood and the non-transparent doors with transparent doors, glass. Uh, you know, it's good for uh, bringing in natural light, reducing noise, and increasing uh, communication internally. Now, you're not going to want to do this at a house. Nobody wants to see through somebody's, you know, we don't want to see through somebody's room uh, for a myriad of reasons, especially if you're in an apartment. I mean, we can already hear what's going on, on the other side. We don't need to see it too. <laughs> and a simple one here is artwork. But I don't just mean any kind of artwork. And if you want to get the stuff from Ikea or Costco, that's cool too. But, you know, support a local gallery. There's a million places that have great art pieces for you to choose from that will spruce up that space in a New York minute. And please stay away from the office pictures of landscapes and random platitudes quartered inside. I mean, I've seen so many of those in doctor's offices. And I just got to say something to you. Like the 1990s were a long time ago. It's time to move on. So, I mean, we don't need to break the bank for a Hollywood makeover. I just gave you a handful of ideas to spruce up your space. You know, I think a lot of you guys are focused on rearranging the couch and the bed and, and, and uh, the cabinet. You can only do that so many times before people are be like, okay, like they're not really trying. I just gave you the recipe. So take these tips and give your environment a facelift. It's not too late.